Hello. Dave here. Just a quick one before we start the show. Um, as always, we are running a number of fantasy leagues here at First and Ten, and we want you to be part of them. Um, we are raising money for Myeloma UK, and while there is absolutely no obligation to donate, uh, just you can say you can play our leagues with, for absolutely free. Anything you can do, we are so grateful for. Uh, myeloma is a form of blood cancer that is sadly incurable. Um, Say, so hopefully one day they can find a cure, but uh, anything you can give can help us work towards that cure. Say, so it's a disease that sadly affected my wife's mum, so it's close to our heart. Um, so yeah, as I say, anything you can give, I'm so grateful for. Um, what is more, anyone donating one pound or more will go into a draw to win a signed jersey. So, anyway, there's something in it for everyone. So, for a, a pound, you can win, yeah, a great signed jersey. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com slash fundraising slash fat ffb22. Um, say, if you can even spare 50p, I'll be so grateful to you. Um, so we have leagues from everything from Dynasty to Redraft Leagues with promotion and relegation um, to the Best Ball Cup that at the current time of recording has 30 leagues drafting. So, yeah, it's a pretty big competition. Um, so it's unlimited leagues and unlimited entries. So, yeah, if you want to get involved, just head over to our Twitter account. I say that's where you can find most of the uh, leagues. That is first and ten underscore or at first and ten underscore. Oh, our Facebook page, which is First and Ten, or you can drop me an email. That's Dave at FirstandTen.co.uk. Well, well, I hand over to the rest of the guys, maybe even me. A pair of jeans, a shirt or two. We didn't pack as if we weren't going back. It doesn't matter if it's true. I've got a feeling love will give us what we like. Is waiting up. The world is waiting half a step beyond our door. And if it's not enough, I wanna see the stuff the world has got in store. Uh, I wanna take it on and I'm falling. The cityscape by night, wanna catch in my photos. Where you go, every corner twice as bright. There'll be my treasures forever. When I can't hold you tight, I'll see the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights. Hello, NFL fans, and welcome to the first and ten AFC North season preview. I'm Ollie. Uh, you might remember him from a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even before that. Uh, I'm joined this week by Ash, our resident Chargers fan. You doing all right, Ash? I'm good, thanks. About you? Yeah, good, thanks. And uh, Miles, who I believe is one of the, I think about half our fighters, Patriots fans. Usually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go Pats. <laughs> we're, we're nothing if not glory hunters here. Um, <laughs> and uh, today we're looking at the AFC North. Uh, I mean, it feels like there's no other place you could really start than the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson, currently in the midst of a trial to see how big his suspension is going to be. Uh, so the judge, Sue Robinson, has suggested six games, but it seems as though Goodell wants a full year. Um, it doesn't seem as though... They're gonna the six games really matters at this point, although the NFL PA could get involved. It seems incredibly complicated. Um and far 
beyond my capabilities in terms of my my legal knowledge. Um, but I mean, the it, it's 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 things like this. It really annoys me when I see people defending him as well. When it's it seems so obvious that he's at least done something dodgy. Mm. Like you don't visit over sixty massage parlors in a year for no reason. It's extremely shady behaviour. Yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the suspension because I, just, it, I mean, it, it's starting to look like there's a very real possibility that it's not decided before the start of the season, which would mean he's playing in week one. And uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't actually mind if they said, okay, play this year and then they suspend him next year and so this Brown's shady contract that they've given him where they allowed for the first year to be suspended uh, and he actually does get taken uh, proper money off him as opposed to just the one million contract, one million salary they gave him this year but um, yeah that's enough about that uh, unless either of you have anything to add particularly well, I think, like you said, I think he's going to, the, in all likelihood, it's going to go from six games. And what I've heard from just from people I trust in the social media and stuff, they reckon that all likelihood it will be, at the, the the least will be 12, but most likely it will be the year. So if it's a year, they reckon that the fine won't be as much, but if it's 12, the fine will be more. That's what basically what I'm hearing at the moment. Obviously, Watson's a massively talented quarterback. Everyone knows it, but... You, the situation he's in and the team, if they don't have Watson, then I can't even for the life of me think that Cleveland are going to be able to compete in that league. Although they had Baker last year and everyone's like, well, Brissett to Baker wasn't a massive jump if you have to play the whole season with Brissett. I just think the the North's just a bit better. They're going to have, you've got Bengals that are probably a better team than they were the start of last season. And then you've mm-hmm. got Obviously, the Ravens that will be up there if they get their running game going. And then the Steelers, I know Roethlisberger last year was literally just limping across the line. So I would assume even with Trubisky, they'll be a better team. So I, I just think that Cleveland, with without Deshaun Watson, won't be going to the playoffs. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I think with him, you're looking at nine and eight, maybe. That's what my um that's what my prediction was with Watson for the season because they're still not a great team, but he's good enough to drag them there. See, I would have yeah. said they they would have they they they've got a pretty good team around Brissett. To I mean, obviously, you know, you've got the addition of Amari Cooper and Joku's a decent tight end. Obviously, he's not special or anything, but obviously, you've got the running backs with Chubb and Hunt, very good offensive line, and obviously, you know, a couple of superstars and defence like Garrett and Denzel Ward there's definitely you know the building blocks there for a genuine mm. push Yeah I mean I, I, I still think just because of how tough that division is I think that quarterbacks we say it all the time quarterbacks are so key to team successes in these leagues that and they teams will do anything to acquire elite quarterbacks as you just saw them just give up the hill um, for Watson and even in the situation he was in they still gave him so much money and they still gave up so much capital and draft picks so the quarterback is so key and I think that yeah they've got some good players which 
all that does is enhance their Super Bowl chances if he plays. If he doesn't, then I think it's it's curtains for them. Yeah, and uh, also, you know, obviously, it's obviously with the whole Baker situation, um, incredibly messy, and now they sort of, I, I don't know, I, I, I just feel like if I was a Browns fan, I'd just be annoyed that they ran out the first successful quarterback in favour of this guy, but maybe that's just me. Uh, the thing is, uh, I've seen plenty of Brown fans defending him and seemingly happy that he's there, so I guess maybe they're not too upset. I can't, I can't. Um, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, and I'm recording this from a massage parlour at the moment, so I can't <laughs> say anything else. Great. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, we move on to the Bengals, uh, division champions. Um, and they had a great run last year, but it was one of those where you look at a couple of plays here and there and all of a sudden it's not the amazing run it was. Uh, Ash, have you have you got them making another run this year or what do you reckon? Um, I, think, I think they'll it'll be between them and the Ravens that will win the division. I actually think the Ravens will win it this year if Lamar's on the field and they're all firing. Um, they obviously had a few key areas from that Super Bowl which got highlighted what they're missing. They went out this offseason, got a good some good offensive linemen. Obviously went out and got uh, Leo Collins um, from the Cowboys. And they've obviously got the combo of Chase with Higgins and Boyd for Burrow to throw to. Mm. So their offense is is staggeringly good. I mean, you're talking about a, a world but beating team when they're on song. And they can they've been racking they were racking up some serious points at the end of last season. But if you actually look at their record, they were stumbling here and there against teams. I mean, they lost to Chicago last year. Um, the Jets. They, lost the, they lost the Jets. Like they they lost, they are, they were, especially at the beginning of the season, very, very inconsistent. And then it just kind of a little bit picked up after their bye week. Um, and they had a couple of overtime losses, which could have been wins. So you could say, oh, maybe that will transfer. But then when you actually look into the playoffs, when they got into the playoffs, if I'm honest, they were lucky to beat Tennessee. And then they were very, very lucky to beat Kansas City. They just, Kansas City just did not turn up that second half. Yeah. They managed to get into the, into the Super Bowl. So can they repeat or can they get close to repeat? Yeah, in some respects, but I still think that last season, if they don't start hot again, uh, sorry, if they if they start inconsistently again at the beginning of the season, I think that they may struggle to then at least clinch like the the number one seed in that um, in the AFC for definite, but in in their own division, and I think it's more likely going to be the Ravens, and they'll be battling for that sixth seventh spot. Yeah, I think that's a fair take, really. I think especially as you were highlighting with Lamar being like key to the Ravens, just so unbelievable as a player that I think he can steer the Ravens above the Bengals this season. So yeah, with Cincinnati, I'm I'm thinking similar to last season, probably a bit less. Yeah, I, I feel like for me, the big difference is that the Bengals have that system set up in place for Burrow to succeed. I don't know if the Ravens sort of have that for Lamar. They are like obviously there's you know the problems at wide receiver which they've never been able to fix, and you know they've got a decent couple of running backs, but at the same time, it 
it's not it doesn't feel like they've particularly invested that much in Lamar Jackson making sure everything's perfect for him and they yeah not the way the Bengals have with yeah. um Barrow. yeah yeah, yeah exactly I mean you literally go and drafted his college roommate so yeah for him to just lob deep balls down and hope he got, hope he got yeah to get and now and now you've got as as pointed out you've got the added um lineman as well they drafted one in the fourth as well so yeah, got exactly. a lot to help them out. Uh, so, speaking of the Ravens, um, they are, you know, and also not doing everything they can for Lamar. They're still trying to work out a contract with him. Um, hopefully, it gets sorted. It's, it, but it's one of those things where what sort of contracts are we looking at? Um, is it more of the Kyler Murray or more of the Deshaun Watson side of things? Uh, Miles, have you got any views on that? Well, I think you look at look at the last season, he missed a few games and they went eight for nine, eight and nine. And I just think that he is clearly very, very important to that team. And with all the contracts being dished out to QBs now, they're going to they're going to have to just they're going to have to pay him. They're going to because someone's going to pay him. If the Ravens don't do it, somebody else will. So <laughs> I think they've just got they've just got to cough it up because there are loads of teams that will happily pay Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray money. Like happily, so um, yeah, I think he's worth every penny that he wants. I think when he's on the field, the defensive playbook is essentially out the window because he can do it all for me. Yeah. Um, he's gone, he's moved past where he was in his first couple of years. Where if his first <laughs> read wasn't there, he's just gonna Ooh. run. He's he's stopped doing that now. He's going through his progressions a lot more. He's making really really good throws. That you know, everyone was just like, "Oh, he's just good with his legs," blah blah blah. But he's just a very, very good quarterback now, where he wasn't a few years ago. And I think that if they don't want to pay him, somebody else is going to. So I think they should just cough it up and move forward with him. Yeah, I mean, the last three contracts for quarterbacks we're talking between two thirty for Watson, two thirty and a half for Murray, and uh, two fifty eight for Allen. I think it's going to be it'll be more than Watson. I think it'll be more than Murray. It'll be right right with Josh Allen. I think the main thing is obviously Josh Allen at the moment is the hot hot QB along with Mahomes. Um but I think because obviously um Lamar Jackson's had that MVP season, Colin Murray hasn't, nor Deshaun Watson. You're talking about a player that's proven that he's done it. He's been at the best he's been the best in the league at that at that time. Um and yeah he's had his ups and his downs and you can say you could still argue that he's still learning as a as a thrower, but I think that when they added Greg Roman as the offensive coordinator, I think it just completely turned him around. And I think being under Harbaugh consistently again for the next few years, I think that that team is all far. And if they get that done, so it's just a case of what it's going to take. I think that I think the Ravens, the Ravens can't be stupid enough to think that they're going to get him for yeah. any less than one hundred and fifty odd million, uh, two hundred and fifty odd million for the uh, for the total value of the contract. Don't think he's going to get anywhere close to the 450 that Mahomes is there, just because of how he's as a quarterback. He's quite, he's quite lean, obviously, and he runs more so. If the chances of him getting hurt, yeah. they might not want to give him guaranteed. So that's probably the thing. So, but if you say Kyler Murray's guaranteed is 104, you're probably talking between. I would say Sean Watson's is 230. I would say it's somewhere in between. It's probably about the 180 mark, and then he'll probably be. 260, I reckon, in value. So it'll be just over Josh Allen if they want to get it done. 
Oh, and that is the question, really, with Lamar, isn't it? Is uh, how much longer does he have playing this kind of way? Um, obviously, we've seen with Cam Newton had a great career whilst he was in his prime, and then it fell off rather quickly. Um, I, 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 and if the Ravens are willing to give him a really long contract, you know, on that sort of level as the others, um, it, it's one of those things where I feel like he's good enough. It's probably worth the risk, and and at the end of the day, you know, he's going to give you a few seasons of challenging for a Super Bowl. I feel like that's probably worth it if you just have to go a couple of seasons afterwards with a big weight on your uh, on your cap, surely. Yeah, I mean, I think that you you ref, reference Cam Newton. I think that they're obviously you're going to see. Oh, they both run a lot. X, Y, and Z. Cam was just built. He was built like a British house, basically. So, mm. I think that with he was not as elusive, so he took more hits. So I think that Jackson, although he runs a lot, doesn't take the hits that Cam did because Cam was he was just a bulldozer. So he's kind of like a Nick Chubb rather than say like a I don't know like a mix and it sort of dodges in and out in some respects as a quarterback. But you're hoping that as soon as you pay him, you're not you haven't turned it into Robert Griffin the third, and he just falls off a cliff. You're hoping that he continues on his form, and I, I personally think he will. And uh, like Miles said earlier, I think that if you don't pay him and you're silly enough not to let not to pay him, then someone else is going to pay him. And then personally, you're going to look very silly because teams are running around trying to get these elite quarterbacks and you, Lamar's already proven that he is one. Yeah. And uh, so moving on to the Steelers, a team with very different quarterback problems at the moment. Mm. Um, the It seems as though keys are going to be handed to one of Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or maybe even Mason Rudolph. Yeah. You know, he's in the mix there. Um, Miles, who do you see getting the job? Well, that's there's that saying, isn't there, that if you have more than one QB, you have none. And I think that's the problem <laughs> the Steelers have got because they have three guys that aren't good enough to start right now in the NFL. So I think Trubisky is probably the best of the lot. I know that's not saying much, but I would go with Trubisky and then if Pickett can step up, he takes over long term. I don't think Rudolph is the guy. He he's never gonna be the guy. But um I would I would just roll with the guy that's played the most in the NFL. I think at, at quarterback experience is just really important. So just go with Trubisky and then try and iron it out from there. Because if I mean I know camp reports aren't gospel, but Pickett's supposedly not been great. I mean, none of them have been great, apparently, but I would just go with Trubisky for now because Rudolph has shown that he's not, he's just not the guy. He's just not the guy. That's it, really. Pick it. Who knows? I wouldn't have spent a first round pick on him, but, you know, I think I would go with Mitch Trubisky because he's made some nice plays throughout his career. He's just so inconsistent and every so often he'll just make a dreadful decision like, I can't remember what game it was. He just ducked out of bounds on, on fourth down. And was like, well, why did you bother scrambling? You know, like he's just not, he hasn't got the brain to really be a top QV, but he's better than the other two, in my opinion. I think that this quarterback battle will be split during the season. I think, like you said, I think Trubisky is probably the best of a bad bunch. Um, obviously, we've seen what he is. Um Super inconsistent, but obviously, if you've got a, quite a few targets there, because 
let's let's face it, Chicago didn't actually really supply him with very much weapon wise. Mm. So maybe maybe if he's got a few more weapons, with obviously Pickens and Johnson and Claypool and Muth, and then obviously you've got Harris as well. So there's plenty of options to go around. Hopefully that maybe kick him on and show that he is capable of starting in the league. But obviously pick it. Pick it from last um, two seasons ago. There was no way he was even in conversation yeah. of being as high as he was. It was obviously it was only last year when his quarterback rating just went through the roof, um, and his and his obviously yards. Uh, I think it was like four four thousand three hundred odd or something like that. It was like he just blew up last year for Pittsburgh in the ACC. So I uh, I think that I think I'd want to see more. Um, in training camp than I am for him to then take over Trubitsky as a starter. Remember when Trubitsky came in the league as well, though, he only had 15 starts. So maybe he's kind of still learning the position as well. Like, And having been in such a bad situation in Chicago was probably not the ideal landing spot for him. If he had gone somewhere else where they've got better a better organisation that would surround your QB with sort of better weapons and better coaches that maybe you would have had a chance because we have seen it before where QBs have just been literally terrible. And then a coach has come in, in say even like with golf, when it was Fisher and they were terrible and then yeah. they came in and then they were in the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that maybe the coaching with Tomlin there and more of a steady system might enhance Trubisky's play and he might be better than we think he is. It might not necessarily be enough, but I think that, like you said, Miles, I think he, that probably Trubisky will win the job out. And then it's going to come down to how their season goes. Because, I mean, I'm just going to pull it up now. They have got Bengals and Patriots first two weeks. Very tough. Then they've got the Browns and the Jets. So it could be two and two. And then all of a sudden they play the Bills and the Bucks. If it all goes Pete Tong against the Dolphins and then the Eagles, I think that they might even pull Trubisky and then they'll just use Pickett and make a learning curve for this year. Yeah, well, uh, it's interesting that Patriots game, given uh, the amount of problems the Patriots are having with deciding who's calling the plays on offense. I, f- I could see that Steelers' defense just absolutely tearing to pieces. But uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it would definitely be interesting to see whoever gets the job, how long of a leash they're given by Tomlin. Because, you know, it's obviously known for never having a losing season in his career. And this is a team that they they can sort of get to around just about the mark for enough wins to get in the playoffs. Um, yeah. And, it's, and, and the thing is, there's part of me that wants to say that none, none of these guys are playing 17 games. But I could honestly see him sticking with Trubisky if it's sort of going okay. Like if it's going well enough that they're winning games and they're just above 500, then I could see him sticking with it. Oh, yeah, so, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that's that's what they could do. But Trubisky's hit his ceiling already. So if they do persist with him for the year, they're not going to improve on him. So he's not going to improve sorry so they have to they would have to just kick on with another guy down the line if they want to yeah and then of course you know we never know some point midway through the season Jimmy Garoppolo might become available and then uh, he gets stuck in there and there you go the QB carousel keeps going mad the last few years mad 
it's uh, uh, especially with all of the average quarterbacks. It's because obviously all of the really good quarterbacks just get snapped off and uh, they aren't going anywhere. But of course, it's 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 oh, who's going to get Jimmy Garoppolo to drag them to nine and eight? It's um. <laughs> Who's going to get Wentz? I mean, Wentz has been moved around a couple of times now, and it's like, why? Like, why are you investing all this time and draft capital in Carson Wentz? I don't... Like, he's not terrible. He's just not, you know, just... I would just keep the pick and go with someone else and try and, you know, build from mm-hmm. there. But you can do what you want to do, I guess. I'm not a GM. <laughs> it is fascinating in a league where you are, in a way, rewarded if you don't have a good season. That they're all so desperate to be mediocre. Well, that's why I think that's why I don't really uh, like. This is my view on the Steelers. It's like Mike Tomlin's so proud of his like non-losing season record or whatever. But just you have a season like of being a bit bad and see what happens because there's there's just no need to, especially in that division. You th- you think you're going to win it with the Steelers right now with the other teams playing as they are you're not so i would just you know maybe he will just go with Pickett or rudolph this year just try and tank and see what he can get that that's what i would do not persist with a try and try and get a nine for eight season which is actually really pushing it i don't think they're going to do that at all this year yeah i it's one of those things where it's such a tough division to predict because you could look at all four teams and say uh, it, obviously, depending on Watson, but all four teams could maybe be in the conversation. It's just it 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 throws out a lot of surprises. The FC North, and I could honestly see any of them winning it. I like the, I know the Steelers are the Steelers are definitely you know the long shot of the bunch, but I, their defense is that good. I'm kind of like maybe maybe they could, they could pull something out. Yeah, I think it'd be. I personally think it's just going to be Ravens and Bengals. I think they'd be the two teams that that make it to the playoffs. I don't think the other two will. Just with the standard of the AFC West, I just don't think they'll get anywhere close. Just because of how many good QBs are in the AFC West uh, at the AFC completely, and then obviously, like you said, you've got three or four teams that can compete in the AFC West. You've got um, uh, Josh Allen. Even the Patriots have improved this year, um, and then so have Miami. So you could say that they're in. And then, obviously, you could say, really, the Colts and the Titans are the other two. So there's some good QBs in this and teams in these divisions. So I just think that if Watson gets suspended for a year or at least 12 games, they are out of it just because... Yeah. And then the same with the Steelers, as what Miles said. I think he just it's just so mediocre. And they stumbled to wins as well last year. They, they got themselves out of jail, basically, from that defence. So... I just think that they're going to have that defense is going to have to turn up big again this year for them to be anywhere close. And if the Ravens and the Bengals are anywhere, even if they're eighty percent of what they need to be, that's better than what the Steelers can be at hundred percent personally. So mm. I just think that they're 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 really going to be finding it hard to get to the playoffs this year. The Steelers. All right, so that just about wraps up our AFC North preview. Thanks so much, Jason Miles, for joining me. Anything to leave us with? Go Pats. Go Chargers. And go Blue.
thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we'll be back soon with the AFC South preview. Thank you very much. Pair of jeans, a shirt or two We didn't pack as if we weren't going back It doesn't matter if it's true I've got a feeling love will give us what we like The world is waiting up The world is waiting half a step beyond our door yeah. And if it's not enough